0: Welcome to episode four of Fellow Cats, the UVM student media podcast. The semester now fully underway. We're in week four with, I don't know, like 11 more to go. And if history is a guide, it'll be all over in a flash. My name is Andy Elrick, and I'm the student media advisor here at UVM and a lecturer in the Department of Art and Art History. I teach an internship class in the College of Arts and Sciences and a multimedia documentary course that I'm really excited about and will run again in the spring. So if you're listening to this and you're a student you're looking for a class to pick up, fun class in the spring, look out for Arts2030B. I've been looking forward to this week's interview for a while. When I decided to start doing a student media podcast, I tried to come up with as many kind of recurring segments as I could and just to kind of like make it easier basically on myself so that I didn't have to come up with new concepts every time and that the episodes had like a little structure And the one that I was most excited about was Fellow Cats at the Movies. The idea is that I get a handful of volunteers from the different student media groups. I assign them a film to watch that is about media. That's the crucial part. And then we get together and talk about it. So this week, we premiere Fellow Cats at the Movies with three great guests who I want to thank up front for committing a lot of time and effort to this they took it really seriously. They showed up with pages of notes and had a lot of really thoughtful things to contribute to the conversation. Molly Parker and Ayelet Kaminsky are both editors at the Vermont Cynic, our esteemed campus newspaper. Molly is the illustrations editor, and Ayelet the opinion editor, which is good because we like opinions on this show. And our third guest is the former president of TV. Adelia Williams, who I worked closely with last year in her role as president, and I knew it would be good because she's super smart and thoughtful, and she was immediately excited when I told her what the film was. She was the first person I recruited to do this, and when I told her what movie would we would be talking about, she was super excited, and that movie is, drumroll please, 1998's The Truman Show. This movie predates the birth of all three of our guests, but is seen by a lot of people as a movie that was sort of prescient in terms of the rise of reality TV and social media and the kind of entirely mediated existence that many of us live these days. It was a great conversation. Um, It went significantly longer than I planned because the guests were so engaged and well-prepared. We talked for about an hour, and I hope you enjoy it. Here it is, fellow cats at the movies, the Truman Show edition. Enjoy.
1: That's a steelhead.
0: What else is on? Yeah,
2: let's do what else Coming to you now from the largest studio ever constructed, it's the Truman Show! Yeah!
0: Good morning! Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.
2: (laughs) What if? No scripts, no cue cards. Morning, Spencer. How's it going?
0: What if you were watched every moment of your life?
2: How many cameras you got there in that town?
0: 5,000. I believe Truman is the first child to have been legally adopted by a corporation. That's correct. Brilliant. What if everyone you knew was pretending?
2: Hi, honey. Look what I got at the checkout. Dishwasher safe. Mm -hmm.
0: That's amazing. What if your world was make-believe? Cue the sign. While the world he inhabits is counterfeit. I'm not allowed to talk to you. That's how I look. On your type. There's nothing
2: fake about Truman himself.
0: What if you didn't know it? Until now. There's a lot of strange things have been happening. Stand by ring cam. Is he looking at us? Does he think he knows? I think I'm mixed up in something. Something big. Oh. We accept the reality with which we're presented. Everybody's pretending. Truman, get out of here. Come and find me. Truman. Truman! 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 No. Mm-hmm. you may find yourself in another part of the world feels like the whole world revolves around me everybody seems to be in on it i'm going away for a while you may tell
1: yourself this is not my beautiful wife you may ask yourself how did
0: i get here i'm not in on it, truman because the last thing that i would ever do is lie to you fade up music that's our hero shot <laughs> Find it. Truman,
1: where are you going? You can tell it. How do we stop him? Give me some lightning.
0: Is that the best you can do? Cut transmission. I like your pen. I was wondering that myself. Jim Carrey, The Truman Show. Watch what happens.
1: Truman!
0: So, greetings, fellow cats.
3: Greetings.
1: Greetings. <laughs> like oh.
0: Um, Welcome to the, I think this is the fourth episode of the podcast, Fellow Cats, which is a, thank you, a podcast um, about and for and featuring UVM student media students. Uh, My name's Andy. I'm the student media advisor here at UVM, so that means I advise The Cynic, UVM TV, and WRUV, and when I started this podcast, one of the sort of recurring episodes I wanted to do was called Fellow Cats at the Movies. The idea was I get a bunch of volunteers from the different media groups. I assign them like a good teacher. I assign them a film to watch about a film that's about media. And then we kind of get together and just preferably one in my head when I started this, I thought I I wanted them all to be movies from before you were born. But actually, I think that's too limiting and not really that interesting so i'm I'm abandoning that (laughs) but in this case um in this first episode we are talking about a movie that was made and released before all of you were born which is the truman show which came out in 1998 um and made a lot of money it was a popular movie it starred jim carrey who who at the time was a huge star i think he may have retired from acting now um he's Still in the call, I think you guys know who he is, obviously. Um, But at that time, late 90s, early 2000s, Jim Carrey was a superstar. Um, And this movie came out in 1998. It was a big hit. And the movie is about um, the title character, Truman Burbank, who is the star, uh, unbeknownst to him, of a television show called The Truman Show. It's a reality TV show. And he's the only person that doesn't know what's going on. So this entire alternate reality has been created for him. There's this huge sort of like it's like a kind of dome in the middle of Hollywood that they've built to like contain this world that he lives in. Everybody on the show is an actor. Everybody is in on it. But Truman has no idea what's going on. He's 30 years old. He was born Uh, I don't know if he was conceived, although there is a mention on there about.
3: There is uh, a mention, but he he was adopted.
0: Oh, is that what it was? Yeah,
3: Truman was adopted by the media. Because
0: Christoph, so there's a character called Christoph played by Ed Harris. He says at one point, um, uh, you know, the goal is the first conception on live television or something like that. But yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. I think
4: he wanted there to be like the first conception on live right. TV, which was the, I can't remember the love interest name or the wife's Merrill. name. Myrtle. Mer- yeah. yeah. Um, but their relationship was supposed to get to that. But Truman wasn't the first, like was just adopted. He wasn't conceived, yeah. but they wanted to get a conception right. on film or whatever.
0: <laughs> right, so he's at this, so he's, he's adopted I guess. It, he's 30 years old. He's lived his entire life in this fake reality. And as the movie starts, he's kind of, seems like some stuff is happening where he's sort of catching on that something's not right. He goes outside and this first di- the movie opens. He goes outside to get in his car to go to work and a light, like a TV light, like you would see on a TV set, yeah. falls from the sky and crashes into yeah. the ground and he doesn't know what it is. And yeah. and then there's this they make up this fake news report which <laughs> is on the radio that convinces him that it's really something that fell off an airplane. <laughs> and the movie is about him it's about him coming to tr- coming to realize what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's about how the kind of cruelty, I would say, of what how he's being manipulated. And it's some sort of statement, which we'll talk to later about, especially media at the time, about reality television, which maybe we can talk about moving forward. But my first question for you guys was, how did this movie like sort of scan to you or look to you? Did you, did it feel modern or old? Did you look at it and think this is a really, really like shows its age or or not? You know I what? We didn't. In inter- we didn't. In- <laughs> before you answer that question, you have to introduce yourselves. So, from right to left, For we sure. have two members of the Cynic, one member of UVM TV. So, if you could please introduce yourself.
4: Yeah. Um, my name is Molly. Should I say my last name? Parker. Like. Sure. Yeah, Molly yeah. Parker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the illustrations editor of the
2: Cynic. Yeah, that's who I am. <laughs> okay. Um, My name is Ayala Kaminsky, and I'm the opinion editor of The Cynic.
3: My name is Adelia Williams, and I'm a part of UVM TV.
0: Okay. So, sorry, so I'll start over again. How did this movie scan to you? Did it seem modern? Did it seem old? Did it seem dated in any way? In what ways, if it did?
2: Um, I think when I was first thinking about this question, I think maybe you phrased it as, like, does it seem like a period piece? And I was sort of like... No, and then I like, wasn't I was watching it, I was like, this definitely, I can definitely tell that this wasn't made today, you know, um, and I I don't know. There's definitely something to the cinematography and all of that, but I think it's more of a good thing and not really, it didn't feel, it wasn't like when you watch like a black and white movie where you're like, wow, this is like, yeah. Fraud, you know. right, right.
3: Right. I think for me The cinematography And the style was very Nostalgic mm-hmm. And nostalgia mm-hmm. is like a Very old and like Kind of like comforting in a way um, I feel like The time period That was That was in the Truman Show Was like very Standstill and didn't Change mm-hmm. a lot and it seemed like it had inspiration from the 60s with the fashion style, and then also modern, like modern 90s television, in there as well. It it, it seems like it was all over the place, and I think that's why I resonated in nostalgia with this. Mm. Yeah,
0: Molly, d- what did you think? Uh,
4: kind of going off what of both of you guys said, I think that the way that it was filmed, that because there are some very like unique shots that happen in the actual film oh, yes. so like oh, yes. like i'm thinking specifically to the um side mirror of the car watching him on the bike um and the, the or maybe he's not on a bike but he's maybe he's walking but the mirror watches him um walk but or like the different Um, the allusions to the mini cameras that are all over the place in the dome so there's like allusions to this modern technology but also the nostalgia with the like costume making or like even the like convenience stores that um, his friend works at is very dated I think it like relates a lot back to like uh, a utopian ideal Mm -hmm. of like society that I think is tangible to people even, like, now, yes. like, our generation, yeah. but still touches on the advancements of technology that were occurring at the time.
0: Right, but there's, like, sort of a leave-it-to-beaver quality to yeah. it. Like, mm-hmm. um, right. I had to look up, because if you go on Wikipedia, it's described as a sci-fi movie, actually, which mm. I thought was oh. interesting. interesting. And it didn't occur to me until I was <coughs> sort of in the middle of watching it what time is this? Like, are they, we know yeah. it was made in 1998, but what time are they trying to depict? Is mm-hmm. it supposed to be 1998? Or is it like, this is what it's going to be like in 2025 or whatever they think li- life mm-hmm. would be like at that time. Did you guys get a sense of, it, you, there are some clues. Like, I mean, right. if you, if you Google it and read some stuff about it, there's people who, who have written about it, but, and there's newspapers that had dates on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. What was your sense of, Was it contemporary to the time, or was it supposed to be some future time, or did you just not get it? I mean,
2: for me, it felt sort of contemporary, just, I mean, maybe a couple years into the future, but for Mm. me, in order to watch it and believe it, I had to be like, iPhones don't exist. Um, Even though I feel like, sort of, you could make this now, and you could have the bubble of the Truman Show, like, uh, what's is the town called like Seaview or sea something? Sea Haven. Sea Haven. You could have that definitely and not have any sort of iPhones or that. Right. You know, you you could simulate that and then I could definitely see the wider world being set in the future, but right. I was sort of seeing I thought Sea Haven seemed a little bit like everyone's idea of like the idyllic like American 1950s. Mm-hmm. Um, and like maybe not as much in like the costuming or anything sort of like that, but more in like it's like you know you have a great job, everything, everyone's living well, the society's functioning and stuff like that. Right. right, the American dream in almost a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it,
0: in the mo- in it, the like newspapers and magazines that you see, I mean, you wouldn't really notice unless you like freeze framed it and zoomed in. I think it's nineteen ninety six. That's so the date, backwards <laughs> so someone... it's like a couple years before the film was per, was produced. But I feel like, from what I've read, there's an idea that that like it's sort of set two years behind what time it actually mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. So it's actually 1998, okay. but Truman thinks it's 1996. I'm not sure why that would be the case, Sorry. but um, but it was. I you know if you can read about this, people if there's people who are out there who like sort of did like a forensic, you they know. They took two
4: pages of notes on it. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> so did anybody else, what else about the, you were going to say something, Adalia.
3: Um, Yeah, I was just thinking about like the main headquarters that we see small clips in with all of the like, um, the monitors and the screens mm-hmm. and all of the monitors are very like outdated in today's society. I would say um, it. I just like I had to do a freeze frame on like one of the big shots, wide shots of the um, the the like whole studio because it's it's insane. They have like all the cameras completely laid out and labeled. It's very interesting, but it's also very outdated and gives the sense that it's not in our time period or what they expect our time period to look like.
2: Rather, it's based in the nineties.
0: Yeah, there's, yeah, go ahead.
2: Oh, yeah, it definitely felt pretty 90s, but maybe, like, I I wouldn't say, like, totally futuristic, but, like, there were some things, like, I don't know, maybe more of a 90s idea of what, like, the peak of technology is. And even with, like, I don't know, something about, like, Christoph, like, being, like, bald with, like, the beret. It felt very (laughs) like (laughs) Like, he's, like, that's, like... Right the I don't know, like I I guess Elon Musk has sort of had a fall from but like, you know, what people think of their like billionaires that they put on a pedestal. Christoph is
0: the producer. He's kind of like a god figure in this really. And he's um but he's the producer of the Truman show, like an executive producer, let's say the, the production person who's in charge of like what happens on the set. Um and Um, was there anything about the story that didn't make sense to you that was where you were like, you had to really suspend your disbelief about it in terms of like how this was being pulled off? You know, like this idea that you could have like for 30 years trick some guy into thinking that he's (laughs) living his reality when actually everyone around him is an actor feels like a stretch to me. I mean, you have to sort of suspend your disbelief a little bit, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, go ahead Molly.
4: I agree with that, but I also disagree with it slightly just okay. because I think you have to put yourself in somebody's shoes that's entire life has been manipulated by the people around him and his sense of mm-hmm. trust is in the people that are around him. Yeah. Um. And so like to an outsider, to like a viewer, if you were actually watching the Truman Show, if this was actually existing in our reality and there was a truman show and you were watching it sure you could think to yourself like oh how like this has to be fake how could somebody possibly believe that you know right. whatever 30 something year old guy has been spending this much time in a bubble and doesn't know it mm-hmm. but he has been systematically trained to believe it like even yeah. down nice. to the fear of water it's yeah. really si- it's, yeah. it's really
0: cruel yes. yeah. manipulative so, kind of sick yeah the yeah. way that they specifically yeah. seemed to have engineered the death, not the actual death, but the death right. of his father yeah. to yeah. make to say him that afraid of water so that he won't, I, that was how I took it. Like, they wanted yeah. to make him afraid of water so that he wouldn't oh, try yeah. to, couldn't even go over the bridge. Absolutely. Right? yeah. He yeah. can't
4: leave because there's water everywhere. So yeah. like, yes, I guess you have to suspend some sort of, uh, belief in it, but at the same time if you put yourself in the shoes of somebody for thirty plus who for thirty plus years has been told what their reality is, like Christoph says at the end, like you
2: feed people their reality and they'll take it.
4: Yeah.
2: yeah. I think the one thing that like again, there were a lot of things where I was like, what you know, like the moon's so big but also if like every time I saw the moon it was that big, that's <laughs> what the moon would look like. Yeah, right. Um But I think the one thing was like, I was sort of like, how did his childhood work? Because like, I mean, just for like child actors and stuff, I I mean, I I don't know, assuming, you know, they would still have somewhat strict sort of laws. You can't be putting every child through the Truman Show. Yeah, that's Um, called, the.
0: what is that called? There's a name for that law. Uh, it's named after a child actor from the '30s who was like mm. who lost all of his money because well, you can't mm-hmm. you really can't treat child actors that way you know yeah you have to, they have certain rights yeah
2: yeah but I mean I guess I was also thinking if this is like a lot of the stuff I was thinking was like okay but they're in a very small community and so mm. maybe there just weren't that many people he was growing up with I don't know it's sort of like will
4: remain small for a reason. Like,
2: yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. And like maybe he didn't go to preschool, and then you don't have to like work with really tiny children. Mm-hmm. Right.
4: Um.
3: I think for me, um, I'm just going back to like how did Truman believe this for so long? Like, there were eyes on him 24 seven, and they seeded things into mm-hmm. his mind all the time. When he was thinking of leaving, they would. Bring up a picture book and say, "Look at all, look at all these fun memories we've had," mm-hmm. and like just like alter his mind and thoughts so drastically in such a split second that it's very much so he can. He's just he's he's very easy to manipulate when it when he has eyes on him twenty four seven, and like I, I I just think about. Um, how has Truman stayed in one place for so long? They like see the idea that he's been to Mount Rushmore, and they say you slept the whole time. That's why mm-hmm. you don't remember the uh, trip. Okay. Yeah, like that he he like is going on these trips, but he doesn't remember them.
0: I thought one of the funniest parts of the movie is when he goes to the travel agency to try to get a, <laughs> yes. a, a flight yeah. to where is he want to go Fiji. Fiji, Fiji and all the posters on the wall are like <laughs> yeah. struck by yeah. lightning and yeah, horrible like, things that can happen to you yeah. when you're subtle traveling
3: hints. yes yeah. yes yeah, so many I was looking at all the subtle hints of like just telling putting it into his mind that something needs to change because yeah. they they know what's going on in his mind
0: right yeah. uh so this movie came out in 1998 again, before you were born, so you wouldn't know this necessarily, but this was sort of like reality TV was very new at this time, relatively new. I think actually the first reality TV show was a PBS show in like the 70s, even the late 60s, um, where they followed a family around. They're like lived with a family basically and, and made a show out of it. But it wasn't until ironically enough, we're living through a writer's strike right now in the early 1990s, there was a writer's strike. And without writers, there's no way to make, you know, the sort of traditional sitcoms and action mm-hmm. shows and detective shows that were on television. And so the studios caught on that, well, who needs writers? You could just throw a bunch of real people into a house together or make <laughs> them do something and, and people will watch that. And it was mm-hmm. a big deal, you know, the real world, on MTV was one of the first ones. And then you had the sort of entertainment shows that followed that, like, you know, American idol and things like that. But I'm wondering for you guys, how much reality TV is a part of your lives, or do you think about it in that way? Or is it just like not interesting because, because now everybody kind of lives their life or so many people live their life online that the, the opportunity to watch something like that is, is either not, it's not unique or it's not even appealing because you spend so much of your time looking at other people living their lives.
4: Mm-hmm. I can comment on this I guess yeah. first. Um, I I think I don't really like to watch reality television just because it makes me feeling so brain dead afterwards. <laughs> but at the same time, sometimes it's a guilty pleasure. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but with what you were saying, I think the definition of what reality, I don't even want to call it television, like media is, is so confusing and blurry because like you can have Mm -hmm. like 30 second, sometimes 10 second videos on a platform like TikTok or Instagram, Mm -hmm. like you, that you could presume like a day in the life and it like goes through in 10 seconds, clips of somebody's day and I guess that's technically like reality TV in a way it's not mm-hmm. like their whole day but um so I like I'm constantly bombarded with that stuff on on my social media feeds um so I think it's definitely still still very relevant also like Netflix and Hulu uh and a bunch of different streaming platforms produce reality television shows all the time specifically like mm-hmm. the dating shows all the time Mm. and like in every country ever um and like Mm -hmm. it is like kind of going like i don't mean to go back to what we were saying before but like the the piece has technology like the the film has technology that is dated in it obviously Mm -hmm. dated but you can still so easily connect The commentary that's happening in the film to things like a 10 second day in the life video on TikTok, Mm. like so easily.
0: Right. Well, that's what I want. One of the things I wanted to get at was how relevant you feel like this is. Because, in a way, there's no cell phones in it. Mm -hmm. Unless I miss something, even there's not even like a big boxy car phone or anything. Mm -hmm. Certainly, no smartphones. There's no internet. No mm-hmm. although in nineteen ninety eight I mean the beginning of the internet would have been happening, mm-hmm. so you don't have any of that stuff that we kind of connect to what you're talking about, but you still feel like it resonates yeah. in a in a way with what's yeah. happening today
3: um in the terms of reality t v um I think that in mainstream media now um Reality is its own genre, in a way, um, with um, YouTube channels creating vlogs in the daily life and um, accounts creating these days and kind of, like, manipulating their days. I think, like, a lot of media that is supposed to be reality is being seen as fiction and not real yeah. at all. They're trying to change what their day is actually like and trying to manipulate what the audience is seeing. And um, it just kind of goes to the point of like, the Truman Show is fake, but real to Truman. And reality yeah. media is fake, but real to the audience audience yeah. because the audience isn't getting the full picture of what's going on. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I honestly feel like with those like like vlogging and the day in my life, yeah. whatever, it feels like instead of someone is surveilling you, it's like you're choosing to surveil your life. Yeah. And I think like mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who will be like, Oh, when I'm getting ready and like doing my makeup, I pretend I'm like doing like a makeup tutorial or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like um, even though like people aren't like you know, even if you're not recording it, there's still like sort of that viewer in your head, right? Um, which is interesting, it's sort of an inverse. Mm. Um,
0: we talked about Christoph already. Mm-hmm. What do you think about him? What did he make you feel? Do you, so you, some you, you already mentioned Elon Musk, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's an older guy, yeah. um. Does he is? I guess I just want to know what he makes you he's I mean to me he's and I think he's supposed to be he's a villain right pretty yeah, much right but what did he make you feel what did you think about Kristoff what did he like represent for you or what feelings did you have about him
4: I initially I mean the only image that I'm having in my head over and over of this man is the <laughs> end where Truman is sleeping and uh, like with the uh, night vision on the big screen, he's like stroking his nose oh, yes. <laughs> very yeah. lovingly. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I've listened to a podcast actually recently about parasocial relationships, about like one-sided relationships pretty much. So like celebrity uh. to fan or fan to celebrity mm-hmm. um, where there's like a disconnect, but you feel like you know the mm-hmm. person because you've been watching their whole life. So like the Kristoff mm-hmm. to Truman where he's quote unquote raised him or, or watched him grow up, but Truman has no clue who he is. So there's mm-hmm. this weird like father figure yeah. mentality that Christoph has. And Truman is like, I have no idea who you are. Good good evening, whatever. Good night, I can't remember the <laughs> saying, <laughs> but you yeah, know, at the line. end. Yeah. 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 Um and he has he has no care for this man. But yet Christoph cares so much. And I I yeah. like that's mm-hmm. something that happens To a lot of people now, still, like with social media influencers and um, regular people. He's
0: his whole life. Yeah. Yeah. And then towards the end, he walks into the control room in his bathrobe. He obviously lives Mm -hmm. like right there next to the control room. Yeah. His entire life is wrapped up in this person who has no idea who he is. Yeah. And he's, it's just such a sick relation, really sick relationship. But yes. yeah, go
2: ahead. Yeah. And say I guess now that I think about it, he feels more, and I don't know how relevant he would, but he definitely feels more like a Steve Jobs kind of like typified off of that. I'm like <laughs> it, with like the turtleneck and like, I don't yeah. know if he was actually wearing a turtleneck, but sort of like an artiste division of like yeah. someone yeah. who is very techie and stuff like that. And just, yeah, I mean, I felt like all the parts with him were very, like, ugh, you know, like, right. Um, and all, especially when he's uh, giving the lecture to not, it's not Meryl, it's like the woman that tr- like tried to convince Truman oh, yeah. about the truth. I forget show. the actor's name, her yeah. name, but
0: yeah. He's um, really in love with this woman that he, so, who's like sort know. of a background actress in the yeah. show. He falls in love with her, Sylvia, Sylvia. Sylvia. Yeah. Sylvia oh, right, and then yeah. they make they make her disappear because he's supposed mm-hmm. to marry Meryl, who's played by uh, Laura Linney, a yeah. great actress. Um, so she calls in, yeah. he appears on this kind of ch- chat show, he, mm-hmm. and she calls in and starts accosting him about this, mm-hmm. and he knows who she is and, and lectures her about it. Yeah.
2: yeah, and I thought it was so interesting that he was like, you don't know Truman. Like, who are you to say? Like, right. all of this. Like, yeah. really lecturing her and being like, you're just like a fangirl or whatever. Right. Um, which, I don't know. It's definitely interesting from the point, like, yeah. to Truman, you know, Sylvia's much more real. And, mm. but I mean, you know, anyone yeah. who's interacted with.
0: He's um, trying to build a picture of her yeah. by mm-hmm. taking pictures pieces of other pictures from magazines and build her face from his memory of her. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have something you wanna say? What do you wanna say um, about Christoph?
3: About Kristoff? Yeah. Um,
0: to me, he scans as a TV producer. Yes. Not a tech. Yes, uh, having done that yes. job <laughs> and sat in one of those rooms with hun- not thousands, not as many as they had there, but hundreds of television studio? monitors with hundreds of different mm-hmm. cameras and graphics and video in them. I mean, it was just a sort of glorified version of oh, yes. of what you do at a, tele- at a television yeah. studio, except it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week for 30 years. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like Simple. hell on earth to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um,
3: very interesting that you bring this up because I saw Christoph as a genius producer. Mm-hmm. Um, right. It's just like one scene that comes to mind is when Truman, um, c- realigns with his dad like the, that they reconnect again mm-hmm. and Christoph, you can see like how he is playing with the scene adding yes. music yeah. yes. switching the cameras mm-hmm. you get to see a different side of Kristoff instead of his maniacal evil villain side and you can just see like the aftermath of how he is praised for telling the story of Truman's life and mm-hmm. um Yeah, I just, I think there's like another part of him that he can tell a story really well, but in not the right way. Not think? ethically. Yeah. Not yeah. ethically. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. yes.
4: There's another moment where he feeds Merlin a line, saying like, "I'd never lie yes. to you." Like word for word, he yes. says it in Merlin's yeah. earpiece. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's the same idea. He's a
3: he's a director. He yeah. he was like like uh, Merlin again when Merlin is trying to find Truman. Yeah. At the finale, he's like saying like, "Yes, good. Play with the silly part." Like trying to keep the story going because. Yes. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, this was his life, and this was his like true passion right. yeah. and I'd like
2: oh, sorry. um i I guess sort of bringing it back to like reality t v but i with this i like watched some survivor or whatever um I got mm-hmm. into it like during the pandemic, yeah, <laughs> um especially when they mentioned Fiji, I was like, oh, <laughs> just like in the <laughs> one reality television show I watch mm-hmm. um." But I, in that show, and I think in like most reality television shows, right, you have the cameras rolling most of the time, and then you have to go back like and edit a story out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, versus in the Truman show, like they really need to be making the story like it's 24 just going seven. all the time. There's yeah. no editing.
0: If it has a, an analogy, it might be more like Big Brother. Oh yeah. yeah, which is more of that thing where I mean I yes. think Big Brother gets edited yeah. somewhat, but it yeah. but it's mostly just kind of you're watching them yeah. all the time and I they think they also the, have like live cams. Yes, feeds. they do. I yeah. think you can go online and like watch these people. Yeah. And stuff like that. Do you think Christoph loves Truman?
2: In an evil way. Yeah. In a sweet, yeah. weird, twisted way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. like an emotionally abusive parent, like yes, like a show I, mom. Like yeah. <laughs> right. I
4: think he loves the character he's made. Mm. for Truman like I think the actual person that is Truman who Mm -hmm. like wants to find Sylvia I don't think he cares for obviously but I I think the like image that he's made of who Truman is based on his storyline that he's kind of manipulated for him right like also going back to that whole parasocial relationship thing you think of like this, why they say you never meet your heroes? Like you think of right. who this person is, and then that when that doesn't match, it's a disappointment. Yeah, a little bit. Right.
3: I mean, yeah. he was so disappointed that he was ready to like mm-hmm. hurt Truman at the finale, yeah. and like was prepared for that yeah. to be the to end of him. Truman's yeah. story. Yeah, like he's gonna kill him. Yeah, which, he was yeah. going to kill Truman, which mm-hmm. is so undeniably messed up.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, weird. yeah, and. I, Go ahead. Oh, I also just think like it's interesting as like Truman is kind of unraveling the fact that he's being surveilled, the fact that he's in a show. Yeah. Like yeah. ratings are going up. Like this mm-hmm. is undeniably yes. great for yes. the show, even though it also means the end of the show. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So at one point, I'm watching this movie and I'm thinking, okay, it's really about reality television. I don't know mu- how much. A, like a 20 year old, how this will resonate with a mm-hmm. 20 year old or 21 year old. And then this interview happens where all this stuff is happening and Chris and Christoph goes on this show. I forget who the host of the show is. It's also somebody, an actor. There's a lot of good actors in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point, Chris, you Molly referenced it. Christoph, said, I have the exact quote though. He says, um, We accept the reality of the world with which we are presented. It's as simple as that. Mm -hmm. And that was where I was like, okay, yes, this is going to resonate. And I'm just wondering if you think, I mean, this is oversimplifying it, but uh, like, are we all Truman now? Is that kind of the, at this point, like the moral of the story? I mean, mean, not all of us choose to engage as much or as little with social Mm -hmm. media, but I'm just wondering how you take that quote. Mm -hmm. Because now reality really is content. It's... It's something that we, content. it's contentious, right? Mm -hmm. We can't even Mm -hmm. agree on what reality Mm -hmm. is, which really wasn't the case then. So how did you take that quote? Because I thought that was Mm -hmm. a kind of like a point. They were really trying to make a point there. I'm just wondering how it hit with you.
4: Uh, Oh God, I need a second. (laughs) Someone (laughs) else can talk first. (laughs) Um, I think um,
3: just going back to like, Reality media is a mainstream media that we consume on a daily basis Mm -hmm. um, with the popularity of TikTok and YouTube and Instagram videos. It's just now something we consume so easily and so much of as well. I think like there definitely... I think personally, I have a problem with consuming too much media, mm-hmm. and um, it's something that, that, like, is, I think, easier to watch and consume rather than put it away. If that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I have to <laughs> put the phone. I, I've decided now that really what i have to do is put it in a drawer somewhere mm, yes, yes for like Lock it two away. hours you know, away,
1: like yeah.
0: a, from like five to seven every night mm. it just has to go in a drawer i'm terrible at it and my my <laughs> i have a kid
1: mm-hmm. he's
0: six and a half years old and he says to me all the time get off your phone dad mm. you know oh it's like <laughs> that reminds me of
4: the the apple whatever vision thing the like headset yeah. Oh In the gosh, ad, there's yes. a father playing with their child, and it's to show that if yeah. a, there's a ball that comes or something that comes at you, it'll turn off. But it's, I think that was so backwards of them to include because yeah. that's why do you have that on instead of so playing with your child? <laughs> right. yes. yes. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, but I think I think we're like maybe we're all true men, but like no, it's like no one cares, like yeah i mean and not like no one cares that they are truman no one is like (laughs) no one cares about you not to um that's that sort of negative but like Mm. in the truman show it's like the things that really start to take him off is like the fact that this world is constructed around him and that it revolves around him yeah Um, even
0: outside the like there's a bar they keep cutting to Yes. People watching the show on the bar and it seems mm-hmm. like the bar is oh, just yeah. a Truman bar. Yeah, there, It's called the Truman bar and you watch the Truman show and yeah. drink. Yeah.
4: Um, I was going to say, I think this movie always makes me think of 1984 by George Orwell, mm-hmm. just because I think there are some similarities in commentary that's happening. Like the whole surveillance and lack of privacy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also big brother. Um, mm. And I think in a way, we're all Truman in the sense that we're being guided by media or distracted Mm -hmm. by media um, Mm -hmm. in some way, whether like, I mean, in Truman's case, it's physically like he's being physically guided or mentally, like psychologically guided. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think like nowadays, it's the same thing because any piece of media is being produced by somebody who has an opinion whether or not they like are going to explicitly uh admit that or say it mm-hmm. there's bias and mm-hmm. um with anything that we're consuming we're also consuming that bias and yeah. being persuaded slightly by it so yes and no we are truman
0: <laughs> right and the scary thing kind of to me was that like in this show like all of the resources that have to be marshaled to like create this fake reality for this guy, mm-hmm. an entire TV network, this world has to be built in Hollywood with 5000 cameras and all these actors and like just so that this one guy can we can like watch him live. And like now none of that infrastructure is necessary. Yeah, it's, like like it's, been, it's been sort of yeah, it's been sort of short-circuited. Like it's we just all do it to each other, yeah. and the power to do it is just in our hands and it's something that everybody has. There's no need for all this other stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Are there any other themes? I'm gonna have one one last question, but all the notes you guys took. I'm wondering if there's anything I miss that you really wanted to. I want to talk, talk about.
4: about the advertising, the oh, product yeah. oh placement, God. like all yeah. the like literal yes. shoving of him into yes. posters or like the oh, I, the elk rotary. She's like, let's get an elk rotary instead of this old yeah. lawnmower, and then you see it yeah. like being yeah. used later. The coffee. Yeah, the coffee. It's from the hills yeah. of yeah, like, Doris Yeah. I can't remember the chef thing that she used. She's like it's defending good, herself with. Oh, she's yeah. like, do something. Lester, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's and that's something that still happens. Yeah, that was a re- another relatively new thing I think at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I remember Seinfeld in the '90s had like the cereal companies would pay to have their cereal like on his <laughs> shelf or whatever. That's funny. But that's something you see in all shows now, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like it's definitely something that felt. I think probably like the most like this is still so relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually I guess I feel like ads are getting more play- like I, there's still product placement and stuff. But mm-hmm. I also feel like and most social media like they've sort of gone this route is like I mean, I feel like especially like when I first downloaded TikTok, I never got ads. And then like a couple of years later, I got like my first ad or whatever on it mm-hmm. and then now it's like every other TikTok or like yeah. on youtube like multiple ads in a row yeah Which you also
4: you can't tell what's an ad and what's not anymore yeah. right. which yeah. is like the blurring of real or not reality but like i don't know what i'm trying to say but that you you just can't tell <laughs> really right. right,
0: advertorials and things like that <laughs> yeah it's like what am i watching here yeah like, is this a yeah. is this an advert or not an advert yeah and you know the whole idea that like the algorithm knows what you want, mm. right? And yeah. it's listening. You know, every it's year now. I have a conversation, usually with somebody s- significantly older than me, about how the phone is listening. And, oh, I, I mentioned uh, that I needed a new pair of shoes the other day. I was talking <laughs> to your mother, and uh, all of a sudden, shoes started coming up on Facebook and things like that. Like, it's
3: just me. kind of <laughs> I was like talking to my roommate because I wanted to watch Spongebob. And so I said out loud like, oh, where can I watch Spongebob? But I didn't like follow up with that. And then the next day on Instagram, I get a Paramount (laughs) Plus ad (laughs) saying that Spongebob is on Paramount Plus. And oh my God, that was the freakiest thing ever. We're all going to get it now. It's also on Amazon Prime. (laughs) 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 Um, But in like... Truman's case, the advertisements were very much so, you were able to recognize them as an advertisement, mm-hmm. just by the way that like, Merrill looks at the camera yeah. in those it's moments. It's not very subtle at all. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and like, they physically push Truman to these like, advertisements, so he's in front of them. And I think like, there was a conversation that, um, Christoph has with the media guy saying that the Truman Show is paid through advertisements that they make on it. Mm-hmm. And that's right. how they keep their funding available. And so it's almost like, because the Truman Show is being streamed 24 hours right. a day, they, they can not yeah. have commercial breaks. Right. So they're using some time in the day for those advertisements, and th- th- which makes them very apparent.
0: Right. So eventually Truman sort of, you know, he tries to escape. Mm -hmm. He gets in this sailboat. He's deadly afraid of water because Mm -hmm. they've they've sort of concocted this traumatic experience of his father dying in a sailboat sailing accident. And so he can't even, at the beginning of the movie, he can't even go over the bridge that leaves the town. Mm -hmm. He's Mm -hmm. too afraid. Uh, But he gets in the sailboat and he sails towards the edge of this kind of biodome that he's living in and they kick up you know there's some sort of fake storm that they can create and Mm -hmm. he's hoping that he'll turn around and go back and he doesn't and Kristoff as we alluded to it basically is like yeah kill it I mean I don't know what he's expecting to happen but it seems like he's okay with them capsizing the ship and killing Mm -hmm. him yeah but he survives Mm -hmm. and he finally the boat sort of Bumps into the thing and he realizes, like, mm-hmm. finally, really, really realizes that, like, it's all fake. There's no sky. Yeah. It's just the edge of this world that he's living in. Yeah. There's a set of stairs, and he walks up the stairs. This is the end of the show.
3: The scene is so good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that scene so bad. <laughs>
0: and Christoph, who has the, in fact, if you work in television, it's called the God button. We, you know, if you're a producer, yeah. you can talk over the God button in the studio where you can your voice just comes out of the speakers and you can talk to your (laughs) um, talent or whatever. Um, And he has this conversation with him trying to, I don't know what he's trying to do. What is he trying? He must know the jig is up at this point. So Mm -hmm. what is Christoph at this point trying to get out of it? Do you think?
4: I think he might be trying to either. I think maybe part of him knows that the show is going to end But also, I think maybe he also was kind of feeding Truman a blue pill, red pill moment where he Mm -hmm. was like, Mm -hmm. you know, live in ignorance, kind of. Uh, Actually, no. Can you explain what that means? for? Yeah, like like talking about the Matrix, like, you know, you can either like go further down the rabbit hole and like, I guess in this case, further down the rabbit hole would mean leaving because he doesn't really know what the rabbit hole is the literal hole in the wall yeah, <laughs> or yeah. he can pretend like he has no idea what's going on in yeah. his little bubble and keep living the world that he knows that's safe and comfortable to him um so i i think for sure Kristoff is feeding him that kind of moment but i think he slightly kind of like wants to prove to other people that like truman is so comfortable and loves being right. like he like broadcasted 24 7 or whatever like, he's mm. he's somehow grown to love the state that he's lived his life in. Mm-hmm. And so, Kristoff is giving him, like, the opportunity to choose because he's like, oh, he'll choose me. But then he doesn't. He's like, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. See? But also, good media. Any media is good media for him. So, right. like, the ending will give him views no matter what. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anybody else? What do you think Kristoff is? I think that's a pretty accurate right. summary of what he's trying to convince Truman of
3: I, w- I would agree it's interesting that you you say the God button because I I think like a lot of I I resonated like weather with God in a way mm. because mm-hmm. the weather was so f- fabricated mm, yeah. um, that just one rain that scene. one <laughs> single rain yeah. Yeah. yeah that fell on Truman that, that's, that scene is like etched in my brain mm-hmm. um, it's just like I think like it finally caught up to Kristoff that like Truman realizes that his life is completely fake and Kristoff mm-hmm. um, is I think maybe trying to finally say something to Truman, because Christoph was always this outside figure that thought he knew everything about Truman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Truman had no idea who he was. And so I think, yeah, I think Christoph was trying to make a connection with his perceived child.
4: Yeah, Yeah. go ahead, actually, go ahead. Oh, no, I was
2: gonna say like, you know, when I like I thought it was interesting when he's giving him like that red pill, blue pill sort of choice moment. Um, it's like, is this actually like I feel like Sea Haven is set up to be a utopia. But even if you remove the whole mm-hmm. the fact that he's in the Truman Show, like, is this really the the best thing you could come up with? It's yeah. sort of every like, mm. I don't know, as I it's was a watching real place. It,
0: It's a real because Matt Gates, you know, Matt Gates, the Florida Congressman, he grew up in the Truman house. He's a (laughs) super reactionary Republican. He may be out of Congress now, but he grew up in that house.
1: Where
0: is that? (laughs) It's in Florida somewhere. It (laughs) might, it's, it's sort of has a vibe of like one of celebration, which is a actual town in Florida where you can (laughs) live like sort of inside of Disney essentially. Um, so it is a real place, but let's go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: no, it's sort of like I don't know, it's this very it's like the curated planned like suburban reality, and like even like Truman is like works in insurance at a desk job, <laughs> like just, I yeah. feel yeah. like it's like and it's just kind of like it feels very I don't know, you it, like you can sympathize with. Mm-hmm. Truman feeling alienated, even without any aspect of him being in like, yeah, uh, in a <laughs> television show. Right. Like I think any like also people who live like grow up in small towns. Like a lot of the time, I was like, wow, I feel like this is a little like heavy-handed. And then I was like, there. I mean, people stay in the same towns mm-hmm. their entire mm-hmm. lives, and you know, it's only very recent that it would be like normal to like move out of the state or like to Go on trips and stuff like right. that, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um.
0: So, um, Truman walks up these steps at the edge of the thing. There's a door. He opens the door. He has this conversation with Kristoff, who tries to convince him to stay, basically.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then he just looks up at the sky and he says his line, which is his line from the beginning of the show about, yeah. "If uh, I, don't I don't see you, you,
3: good afternoon, good afternoon,
0: good, good evening. evening, good night." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he walks out, yeah. and what happens when he walks out? I mean, what happens? Mm-hmm. What do the people watching do? They cheer. Oh, they love it. Yes. They cheer. Yeah. Why do you, do you think that they were rooting for that all along, or did they just? I don't think so. Spontaneously react at the moment, knowing that like he had been freed from this kind of awful situation. Um, I think for me, I'm sorry. Mm.
3: Um, yeah. it was almost like an epic odyssey for Truman he um this this finale was so spontaneous so dramatic you you f- empathize with truman by the end of it and i think like mm-hmm. having that epic ending mm. and, to a story is what people were cheering about mm. they 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 realized that truman was finally winning and truman finally had some free will
1: right and um
3: yeah. just i think like it the, la- the final scene in the movie is two men going to the tv and saying what else is on television yeah, yeah. That's the other thing I <laughs> yeah, that was also- and, and like it's it's so it's interesting that they were just so easily able to like move on in a way because the story ended so Amazingly, And I think that's what they were cheering about.
2: No, I think like the only thing better than like your favorite show continuing to air is like your favorite show having like not deteriorating and, you know, ending at like, you know, a great point that, you know, makes a great story and stuff like that. Like the story is sort of like, I don't know, the most important part, even though. Someti- it's like the money is still there to watch the characters going on and on in their, right. you know, in like sitcoms. It's like.
0: Or The Simpsons, which is, I think, still on TV. Yeah. 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 Right. It was on when Grey's I was in Anatomy? college. Yeah. One Piece. Oh,
2: the thing about like Grey's Anatomy that, okay. I don't know, or like just like soap opera, not that yeah. it is, but like dramas <laughs> like that go on for so long. I was sort of thinking how like, That moment in the beginning, like the fact that his dad dies and they have that so that he's like afraid of water, but like that's like a traumatic moment that they put in there, of course, for like a practical reason, but it's also like to create, you know, suspense and stuff like that. And I was thinking, like, you know, in television, I feel like, and just in media in general there is such a like need for salience and Mm. when it's when you're talking about especially like reality television it's like these are real people like you know a lot of I think reality tv shows now it's like you get you have like there's a therapist you know and you have therapy afterwards too that Mm. you know Mm -hmm. if they're doing it well um but yeah yeah, there's going to be some federal laws put
4: in <laughs> place pretty soon on reality yeah. TV. Yeah. If there aren't any now, I don't know if there are.
0: I'm not a big fan of sequels, Absolutely. but it feels like you could make a sequel to this movie that would be interesting. I
4: would hate <laughs> a sequel to it, though. You would. Yeah. Because I like the, the open endedness of the ending because you have to, presumably, this is an international television show that's been live streamed for 30 years, 30 plus years or whatever. Right. he's just gotten out what the heck is gonna happen he can't lead a normal life like that's what i was thinking when he leaves yeah. is that he cannot yeah. possibly lead a normal life because all these people no matter where he is are gonna see his face and right. know exactly oh that's truman and like these people have bars named after like he's gonna yeah. enter a world that it like fantasized has fantasized about him for wow. 30 plus yeah. years How is he ever going to operate like an influencer, right? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) like he's never going to escape the reality that he was somehow adopted into not by will. Like, if there is a sequel, I would hope there's a court case, but (laughs) but like, uh, it
0: seems like something that would be interesting to explore. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what would that be like, and like, what would he be like 25 years? It's exactly 25 years, yeah, right, since that movie came out 25 years ago in June. What would what would what would so he would be fifty five years old? What would that be like? What would his life be like?
3: Hopefully
4: with Sylvia, yeah.
0: He'd be with Sylvia, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. in Fiji, in Fiji. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I, not I, online at no, all. No, like totally. I think he
4: would have to live in a bubble again, which is so paradoxical. But I right. really do oh, yeah. like he he right. can't mm. go to the grocery store or walk down the street. Presu- like again, presumably that's my. Like vision for what his reality would be, yeah. Yeah. Without being constantly bombarded by all these people, he
2: did massive celebrity. Right. I mean, unless he chose to become an entertainer. Like I thought that moment at the moment at the end where he's like, "Good morning," you you know, and he's you know, like all that stuff. Um, like super classic. It's sort of like an acknowledgement of
0: he's like an entertainer. TV show
2: part Mm -hmm. of it. Um, Yes. Yeah, and I also oh think, like, again, I, now I'm, like, thinking about reality TV, but, like, for, like, the first season of Survivor, like, those people became stars, and, like, now, like, a lot of them sort of are Richard not Hatch. in the public eye, mm. like.
0: That was the guy that won the first year, right? Richard Hatch. Yeah. Hatch, I think he's not long ago. I think, yes. uh, <laughs> I think mm. he died, yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Boston Rob. Yeah. Iconic (laughs) Sebastian. He's he's (laughs) still very, like, (laughs) in the... I'm very much in it.
2: But there's, like, I don't know, there's some people that they just don't want to be content, you know, they don't have any social media and stuff like that. Right. Um, And it's also, like, it's so different from even the second season. Mm. Like, it's, like, they don't know what the... You know, it's really much more of a documentary than any of the following things. And it's sort of, like... I was thinking, like, because this is making money, I feel like for the studio, like, they would make a, you know, that, like, they would make a sequel and stuff like that. And the question is really, like, could that work? Um,
3: Kind of going back to how you said Truman was an entertainer, in one of, like, the last scenes, you see, like, the, the shop through his mirror where he draws himself on in Mm -hmm. like an astronaut costume and like acts out what it would be like to be an astronaut somewhere else and then says that one's for free (laughs) yeah because he kind of like is playing with the idea that he knows already that he is an entertainer and he is being filmed he's kind of picked up the picked up all the pieces by then yeah. yeah, and it's just so intu- so so fascinating. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Have I missed anything? Any other big subjects you want to talk about?
3: I want to talk about the cameras. Yeah. Okay, because um, I think like y- I think like. I don't know if you guys like would see your ring that you're wearing
1: right now. It's just like so Truman show. It's
3: it's just so interesting how many hidden cameras were in the Truman Show, like his ring, like the the trash, can, the the trash which can. was like totally obvious. I mean, he's so like carrying obvious. his trash can around. Yes. Yeah. Um in in Merrill's like a bicycle, there was a camera on the side of it. Like it's they were everywhere. I mean maybe that
0: now that I think about it, right, if the show had been airing for thirty years and it was nineteen ninety eight, that would have been nineteen sixty eight that it started where the technology, yeah. I don't know the technology would have even existed to like Mm-mm. shrink cameras down that. We sort. said right. they started
4: yeah. with one and now there's like over, 5, there, that was a mention so. in the, yeah, in um, the interview yeah. with Christoph. He's like, we started with one camera and then it's like the womb shot. I'm like, all right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like uh, part of the reason why the cameras were so apparent to us, But not Truman was because that was his reality and that's what he thought was real. So he didn't second guess why all of these like black bulbs were everywhere because that's that's what was real
4: to him. And don't we do that all the time? Yeah. Like seriously, like security cameras everywhere. We don't think about like, I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe you are conscious of it, but or like even cell phones, like if I were to be holding my cell phone, like there are lenses on the other side of it that Mm -hmm. are facing people, things, but like is it on, is it off? The Panopticon thing again. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Also we sort of view anyone who is aware or like looking out for securities or like constantly cameras or anything like that or like taping the camera on your like MacBook or something. We kind of view those people as paranoid (laughs) and like especially in the way that, you know, Truman was being treated. Right. Um, Right. But.
0: Yeah, well, we have reason to be paranoid. Yeah, very true. Yeah,
3: I was just wondering if any of you guys saw any other hidden cameras that were like picked up on. Mm
0: -hmm. The only one I know, I the one one I remember was the trash can one. His neighbor always taking Mm -hmm. his trash in and out, and it was quite (laughs) obvious. Now you, it was like pretty big, (laughs) I mean, around, and then then you see a lot from. The Other side of the camera, so like his dashboard, there's some kind of dashboard cam in his car mm-hmm. and things like that. And there's the camera that watches him sleep, which is super creepy. The mom yeah. oh. which is like stroking, clock is, cam. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: I was, I just, this is totally kind of relevant to what we were saying, but this is, um, about the like uh being listened to and then getting like ads specific to what mm-hmm. you were talking about. I meant to mention this earlier and I totally forgot, but. The radio is kind of that for him. Like it's like a sentient oh, yeah. being almost that like is like Do you think about going anywhere, and he's like nope, and he's like okay, good, and like it's like having a yeah. conversation with the radio, and it's well, like it's, for it's him. normal, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. For exactly. Him. I mean, yeah. It's a
0: one of the ways they manipulate her. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They tell you know the way the traffic. It, it seems yes. that's the part where you're like. <laughs> you know, he tries to get out and all these cars suddenly pull out onto the street. (laughs) He must, if this has been happening for 30 years, I mean, I guess he wasn't trying to escape the whole time, but you would think that he'd catch on, which he does, I guess, eventually. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I definitely felt like, I don't know, if you were hired to be an actor on the Truman Show who's a bus driver, I feel like shouldn't you like be able to drive a bus. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. That feels yeah. like that should be a job requirement. Yeah. But
0: <laughs> we didn't talk about his. Well, you mentioned him, but we didn't really talk about his friend, uh, Merlin. Marlon, Yeah. Marlin. Um, who's he's the most implicated in this kind of because the his wife kind of loses it at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like doesn't want to be a part yeah. of it because he's kind of attacks her and she's but Marlon is like on board the whole time. And he's, they're talking in his ear and he's saying what they want him to say. And he's kind of, he's kind of Kristoff on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he's his his tool to manipulate Truman. And he never really, not that I can remember, he never really pulls back from that. He's always yeah. trying to convince Truman.
1: they
2: yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah watch out. Very
3: true. I mean, like in that case, in the same in the same way um, his whole life was acting as Marlin. We didn't know this actor as someone outside of mm-hmm. the Truman show. I think like um it also like brings to a point like were ever was everyone that was close to Truman on the show twenty four seven with him mm-hmm. yeah, or yeah, were they like being called in when they needed him, like Truman's mother or father, or like the, yeah um but i i think like it it kind of like the show consumed him and it became his life and he was willingly controlling truman as well and willingly like doing all this stuff because he he probably didn't want to lose his job or his life that has been created through Mm -hmm. the truman show
4: yeah Yeah. there's like a moment i don't know i mean this could have been for multiple reasons he says this but like there is a moment where he um, mentions like, oh, you don't like your job. Like you have an office job. It's like the best thing ever, which like okay. says a lot. Like I think that's like a commentary <laughs> to like the he audience feels... to be like complacent in the office, but also like stay where you are Truman. But also yeah. maybe Marlon is jealous that Truman just gets to like live in this utopia mm. while he has to like go at, into what Kristoff says is like essentially hell pretty much <laughs> like reality. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, we, we don't
0: know if he li- has a life outside yeah, of the no, set anyway. On, his job is filling uh, vending machines. Yeah. That's <laughs> his job in the show. And you would assume he's got to be there most. I guess he could go home at night or something if he wanted to. But he's often called in to, like, yeah. rush in to control Truman at like in the middle of the night when yeah, he freaks yes. out yeah. or
1: something. Yeah, on call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: So two thumbs up. We all like this movie, right? It's oh, a yeah. it's yeah. a good movie. Yeah. It's worth a watch. I watched it on Paramount. I think it's available for free, in quite a few places, mm-hmm. and definitely worth a watch. Thank you guys for doing this, mm-hmm. for being part Thank of the you. first low Cats yeah. at the movies.